Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Thursday afternoon. How do you go about family devotions? Does that, when I mention that, does that even frighten you? Does it seem intimidating when you think about leading devotions for your family at home? We have some help for you today if it seems intimidating, or maybe you're looking uh, for ways to uh, to freshen it up. Maybe um, you feel like you've gotten in a rut and uh, you want to be more engaged in your family devotions. We have some resources and some insights for you on that today. Joining me by phone this morning, Deaconess Anna Johnson, Marketing Manager and Church Supplies at Concordia Publishing House and also a contributor to one of their blogs, a music blog at Concordia Publishing House, recently shared with us equipping families to use the hymnal at home. Anna, welcome to Faith and Family. Me. A pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks for being my guest and and uh, also for uh, being willing to talk about uh, some of your work at Concordia Publishing House. Tell us a little bit about uh, the the work that you get to do there and the, the, the people you get to reach and, and serve with. Yeah, definitely. So I'm in the marketing department, so I have the exciting job of connecting our resources with families and churches and schools. So one of the delights of my job is trying to match people with the perfect resource that fits for them. So for some people, that might be the hymnal. For some people, that might be Vacation Bible School. So we're here just to help families and churches to strengthen them so that more people can reach the gospel. And that means you also get to spend time with all of these resources that Concordia right. Publishing House prepares in order to serve people, to serve the church uh, with the the truth of God's Word. So you get to spend time with these and use them and learn more about them. And uh, the, the idea, I think, of family devotions can sometimes be intimidating to, uh, to many people, to parents uh, as they think about that, um, particularly, I, I think, even for fathers that sometimes may seem intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what are your thoughts on that? you think it, it might be intimidating to parents? Oh, yeah, definitely. I know in my family growing up, we, did, we didn't really have a routine. And I think, for one, it's a time issue. It's like, how am I going to have the time to do this? Not only the time it takes to do the devotions, but also the time it takes to prepare. We know families are so busy, and just sometimes it me- might feel like adding another thing to their plate. Um, and then besides that, I think there's some intimidation with just knowing the material. Not everybody is theologically trained, and you might feel like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Um, But like you were saying, for mothers and fathers and families, hopefully we can help them, we can equip them, because God's Word is a precious thing. You, You should have some fear and intimidation when working with that, but we're here to help so that you can teach your kids and your families faithfully. Well, certainly, I, I believe church workers can be helpful in supporting families, and that's really who who your audience was for this blog in uh, the the music blog at Concordia Publishing House. But uh, it, I think it, it it lends over to our conversation about parents today. But how do you think pastors and and educators, maybe teachers, DCEs, or church musicians, uh, and others support families in their efforts to uh, either establish a routine for family devotions or maintain regular family devotions? Right, yeah. So to start off, I think, with establishing a routine, the first important thing that pastors, educators, musicians can do, I think, is just model for the parents what a family devotion would look like. So maybe for pastors that means you take some time out of Bible class on Sunday morning and go through the routine with the adults in your class. Show them, here, we'll start out with the order of daily prayer, and then we'll read a lectionary reading. So modeling and showing those behaviors versus just saying, 
hey, you should pick up a hymnal and do this at home, I think is such a key role. And you can do that in many different ways, in meetings and choir rehearsals and Bible studies. And then, like you said, the second part of that is also very important. It's one thing to start something, but then another thing to keep that behavior up. So as we think about pastors, musicians, and church workers, having even a weekly or monthly check-in with those families, with the devotions, is really important. So if you're a pastor, maybe you send out a weekly email that just recaps what happened this past week in devotions, what to talk about in the coming week, and then maybe once a month you sit down with all your parents and go through their lectionary readings, give them that theological insight so that they can take it home and bring it to their families. And then I think also the third part is incorporating the devotional materials you want families to use at home into worship somehow. So if you're encouraging families to learn a certain hymn every week or every month, make sure you're bringing that hymn out in worship. Either set aside a certain time in worship or have it in the prelude and postlude so that families can have that message reinforced when they're at church, when they're at Bible study, when they're at Sunday school, and then they feel better equipped to bring it up again at home. Now, you've done something that, that helps pastors and other church workers do just that, to, uh, to provide that support to their families, a really handy little guide. Tell me yeah. about this guide. Yeah, definitely. So as our team was getting ready for the fall, we know that a lot of families are establishing new routines, and we thought, what can we do to help them as they establish this routine? And we put together this family devotions guide it's pretty simple. It's a starting point, but for most families, hopefully it'll take away some of that intimidation that we were talking about earlier. So for each week, starting with past September 10th and going through the end of May, we've put together a suggested hymn and the hymns in both Lutheran Service Book and My First Hymnal. So you can have age-appropriate materials for everybody in the family. And then we've taken the associated lectionary readings and also put those in a devotions guide so that if families maybe don't want to lug out the hymn at home, they can just pull out this sheet. They know which hymns to sing, which readings to read at home, and they have a starting place for devotions. It kind of takes some of the planning out of families' hands, and we give that to them so they can spend more time actually having those interactions at home. So this makes it a little simpler if you would like a, a, a rhythm to follow or, or a guide to, to help you with that, to, as you said, to take out that step of, of worrying about planning. This has already been done for you in the handy free family devotions guide. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned uh, that this resource references both Lutheran Service Book and My First Hymnal. Let's first talk about, uh, I want to talk about both of those. Let's yeah. talk about um, Lutheran Service Book, how to use it at home with the family, how this this guide, uh, what it points to in Lutheran Service Book. Yeah, definitely. So the guide points to two different parts of Lutheran Service Book. One is actually in the beginning materials of Lutheran Service Book, we have a daily order of prayer for individuals and families. So that's on page 294 to 298 of Lutheran Service Book, and that includes prayer suggestions. You'll see for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you have prayers already written out for you at home. So if you're not a person who likes to pray extemporaneously, you have the prayers for every day written out. And then just kind of a short responsory element. So you start in the beginning with the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
Spirit, excuse me, and then you have Psalms, you have Luther's morning and evening prayer, and then suggestions like, where do we say the Apostles' Creed? Where do we say the Lord's Prayer? And we have these things for different times of the day. So if you're a family who likes to get up and do your devotions in the morning, there's an order suggested for morning. There's one suggested for late evening, for early evening. So whatever time your family wants to do devotions, there are different readings, different orders for families to use there. So if you want to do it once a day, that's great. If you want to do it at morning and night, you can definitely use that on page 294 to 298. And then, of course, we have the bulk of Lutheran service book, which are those hymns in the back. And we could spend probably all day talking about those. Excuse me. But just a reminder that we set for people is that hymns aren't just for during worship. They're for any time of the day. You can use them at home with your families. You can use them while you're in the car. If you have a CD, we'll talk about that. So you can use both of those different elements from Lutheran Service Book as you're doing your family devotion. So it, it's nice because all of that is right in the hymnal. As you pointed out, the uh, the prayers, the daily prayer on pages 294 through 298, which we might have thumbed through that before and not even noticed that that was there yeah. not, or not really realized what it was for because it may not necessarily be used in a congregation um, as a congregation gathers together. Perhaps some congregations do, um, but it's mm-hmm. it's titled appropriately Daily Prayer for Individuals and Families. A great um, and very simple order of prayer that can be adapted for your family, and then, as you pointed out, the wealth of hymnody in our hymnals um, that can be included in that time of prayer as well. What if you are not a um, you're not a singing family, you're not a singer yourself, and trying to lead your family in these hymns? Yeah, that's a really great point, and it's something we definitely thought about a lot in the music department here. So, if you're not comfortable with singing, We try to provide families with some other resources if you want to listen, if you want to play. So my first hymnal, which we briefly brought up, does have a set of CDs that goes along with it that has the tunes and the items. So if you want to just listen to a hymn, that's an option. The other thing we didn't talk about in the blog post, but definitely anyone is welcome to, is that on the CPH Music YouTube page, we have a series of videos called One Alice Be Hymn a Week, and it's just one of our LTMS church musicians playing through the hymns. So you might want to just go on there and pick one of those and listen to it and follow along with the words in your family. I know for me, one exercise I like to do in my own devotions is I'll just read through the text of the hymn, even without the music, because there's such truth there. And so many hymns are rooted in the scripture of God's word that even if you don't have the musical skills or accompaniments at home to go along with it, you can still benefit from learning those different perspectives of the church, of musicians throughout time. I would like to dig into my first hymnal a little bit more, but before we get to that, there's a a piece, um, the uh, daily prayer cards that I believe is very similar to the daily prayer found in Lutheran service book. Yes, that's exactly right. So we'd made these daily prayer cards. It's kind of just like a trifold card that families might want to have on their desk. And you're exactly right. It's just that material from page 294 to 298 that's pulled out into a little more convenient format. So if you don't want to keep the hymnal itself at your dinner table, you can just have that prayer card with you. Or if it's something you want to take with you in the car, maybe you just keep one of these in your car um, and you keep them later. And again, as we were talking about earlier, if you're a church church, 
maybe this is something you give to families. Maybe you print out a devotions guide and give them these prayer cards, and you can take them with them really anywhere so that you can do your devotions as it's most convenient for your family. Very good. Handy, lightweight, um, and they're they're easy to carry with you. Like you said, easy to keep at your desk or in the car. Um, and if I remember correctly, they're laminated. Is that right? That's exactly right. So, so don't you, worry about spills or anything. That's what I was going to say. You can keep them at the dinner table. Um, if you're concerned about getting food on your uh, hymnal, then perhaps mm-hmm. these might be better better suited for the dinner table so that you don't get uh, you know, Kool-Aid or gravy all over your hymnal. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. My First hymnal. Uh, we, we've mentioned that a couple of times. I um, I'm a fan of my first hymnal. We use it in our home with our son. Uh, give us a, a quick rundown of what my first hymnal is. Yeah. So my first hymnal is an illustrated children's hymnal that pulls different elements from Lutheran Service Book and maybe some of the more familiar children's songs and puts them into a more compact form. So we had a really great illustrator that tries to bring these elements to life, both in the words, of course, and also with the pictures. So it's structured very similarly to the hymnal. There's a brief introduction. It talks about the church year. So again, if you're one of those parents you don't feel that equipped to talk about the church year, my first hymnal has a nice little path. It shows how we go through Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, Lent, and Holy Week, and how that all cycles together to form our time as a church. And then we do have some selected psalms. So in Lutheran Service Book, we have a large collection of psalms. But in my first hymnal, we have just these few that might be most appropriate for you to use with your kids. And they're marked to be used responsorially. So we have bold and non-bold text. So if you want to practice that with your family, you can get into that as well. And then we have just some short prayers in order of morning prayer, kind of similar to what's on those pages in our Lutheran Service Book. We have different prayers for evening, morning, Thanksgiving at the end of the day for different needs. And then, of course, Luther's morning and evening prayers. And then, go ahead. And I was going to say, and there's one more in there that I think is so valuable to families. That's, it's right, it's right after, I don't have mine in front of me, but it's, it's right around the the morning and evening prayer. Yeah. It's. Con- It's, it's an order for confession and forgiveness for families. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So lots of us, we know that when we go to church on Sunday, we have this order of confession and absolution. But that, again, is the gift given to the whole church by Christ. So it's definitely on page 32 and 33. I just found it. So there's a very short order of confession and absolution. And I think the most important rubric there is that there's a time where family members have the opportunity to confess their sins to one another. And I don't know about your family, but in my family... That's sometimes something we forget. We kind of just go through our days and don't realize how our relationships can be affected by those little things. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I think that's a great way to incorporate that at home and to also strengthen the relationship within families as you're gathered around God's Word, as you're gathered in prayer. Indeed, indeed. And then, as you mentioned, the My First Hymnal has a nice collection of selected hymns and songs that are, are very useful for uh, for times of family devotion. And as you pointed out earlier, the, uh, the Family Devotions Guide, uh, it, it uses hymns and songs from My First Hymnal, um, which are also in Lutheran Service Book. Is that right? 
Yes, you're correct. So yep, you could we use tried to match them up as much as we could. Mm-hmm. So you could use either my first hymnal or Lutheran service book, or actually both, for family yeah. devotions, and, uh, and and still use this guide and and stay on track. If you're looking for something to help you uh, stay on track and 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 to uh, to keep moving along as well, not feel like you're stuck in a rut. Yeah, exactly. Really helpful resources, and I'm glad you mentioned that my first hymnal is um, illustrated. I really like the the art in my first hymnal, and when you say illustrated, I think we have to uh, we have to elaborate on that a bit more. This isn't cartoony, you know. It's not like Saturday morning cartoons illustration. How would you describe it? I would say it's taking really. It's contextualizing each of the different elements that are in the hymns and giving them kind of a a real-life representation. So I just opened the book to baptize into your name, most holy, one of the elements there. So the picture on that page shows a pastor with an individual at the baptismal font, and he's pouring that water over. And the pastor, I mean, looks like just everybody's normal pastor. He's got the vestments on. We have the shell and the different emblems there on his vestments. So really, these aren't meant to be just kind of flourishes. They all have a point and a purpose. And for kids who might be younger, it's a great way to explain what's going on. They might not understand all the words of the hymn, but you can use the illustrations there to talk about what's going on. So if you're talking about baptism and singing a baptismal hymn, you can talk about what's the pastor doing, who can be baptized, when does this happen at church. And when you talk about that at home, it makes kids more exciting when they go back to church and they can see these things that you talked about. So yes, they were very intentional showing and demonstrating all the different elements of the hymns. There's even some illustrations, if I turn to another page, I know that my Redeemer lives. We drew out a picture of the 12 disciples viewing Jesus after the resurrection. So these illustrations all tell the story of the hymn and the story of Scripture to reemphasize the importance that God's Word is true and useful and that it's important for all different parts of our lives. There are additional um, helps or resources to accompany My First Hymnal as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so the two main ones are what I mentioned earlier. We have a CD set that has everything going along with those for the recording, so if you want to use those. And then we also have a piano accompaniment guide. So if you're family is extra musical and you want to play and sing those hymns at home, that's something great. And I think another great way to involve kids is to invite them to play the hymns. You might not have parents who want to sing, but I know when I was young and growing up and learning to play piano, I wanted to play anytime I could. And so playing is another great way to involve kids with that accompaniment guide that can come with my first hymnal. Sure. And that accompaniment edition, uh, I recall talking with um, uh, Dr. Schnocky, or I mean, I'm sorry, Dr. Grimpo, um, uh, about that. I, I believe she was the one who, who uh, edited that. And and uh, it was it was prepared in such a way that a, a budding young pianist could uh, right. could sit down and use this. It's it's not an elaborate accompaniment edition. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an accompaniment edition that could be used by a, a young pianist as they're learning. So excellent. Yeah, definitely. 
There are some other uh, resources that we use in our household that are a part of family devotions as well. Um, And I'll just mention these briefly. We don't have to dig too deep into them. But uh, Family Time, which is a somewhat new resource from CPH, came out in the last couple of years, I believe. And that has, uh, for us, has been helpful because of the the Bible lessons in it, the the, um, narrative from Scripture that are written um, there. I, how would you describe them? Are they perhaps paraphrases, maybe? Um, but they're they're written in language that might be more appropriate for early childhood, um, or, or, or more understandable for early childhood. Sometimes more concrete language yeah. that a young child might understand. So we've used that uh, a number of times in family devotions when it comes to the, the looking at the scriptures and and uh, or reading the scriptures in our family devotions. Um, we've used that. It also has some other devotional material in it as well and, and great illustrations in it also. Yeah, definitely. And what I like about this, like you said, it does have that simpler language, but it also every time still does give the Bible reference. So Absolutely. we're not taking these things out of the context of Scripture. You can definitely go back to the original reference if you need. And like you said, there's different discussion guides and prompts. So to go back what we were talking about at the beginning that some families might just not know what to talk about. So a resource like this, like Family Time, will give you kind of simple, age-appropriate discussion questions if you're looking to dig a little bit deeper with your family after you do the readings. We also use My First Catechism. Catechesis is a part of our family devotion, so we use My First Catechism. We've also used My Church Words book and mm-hmm. the Story Bible as well. I think we're going to reserve the Story Bible for a little bit later as our son um, grows up, because it, it does actually um, pull straight from the text, and uh, the illustrations are outstanding in the Story Bible as well. All great resources that, that we've loved using in uh, in family devotions. We like doing catechesis during our family devotions, so we we, uh, we pray the Ten Commandments, the Creed, and the Lord's Prayer, and usually sing a hymn or a song as well. That's a basic order that we use for family devotions, and, and so this, uh, this handy guide would uh, help with that as well. How do we find the uh, free family devotions guide? Yep, all you have to do is go to music.cph.org slash blog, and on that homepage there, there's a little box in the right-hand side, and it's the third one down. The post was called Equipping Families to Use the Hymnal at Home. So you'll go on there, just scroll to the bottom of that post. There's a green button. You can just click on that, and you can download. And again, just so people know, if you're a family and you want to download for your family, you can do that. But if you're a church or pastor, you can download it and then hand it out on Sunday. We don't really care. So again, music.cph.org blog. Yours to share. You can use it as a family, or if uh, you're a church leader, you can uh, use that and share it with your uh, your folks at church, as well with your families at church, so that they can have a great resource for their families. And uh, we'll share a link with that in the archive of today's program on our website, kfuo.org as well. Outstanding materials. Thanks so much for, uh, for the conversation today and for pointing us to all these great resources today, Anna. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys again for having me. A pleasure to have you with us, Anna. Deaconess Anna Johnson, Marketing Manager and Church Supplies at Concordia Publishing House. A pleasure to have you as our guest today. Okay. Bye, thanks. Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word and more Faith and Family. We have uh, more great topics coming up tomorrow. Did you know the end of the world is coming? (laughs) Or so some would think. Uh, Pastor Warren Worth will be in studio to uh, take a look at some recent articles on that very issue of, uh, well, these prophecies or, uh, well, who knows, uh, on what uh, 
the the world holds on September 23rd. You think it could be the uh, the end of the world? Pastor Worth will help us address that. And also the uh, the upcoming Christian Friends of New Americans Golf Tournament is right around the corner. We'll have friends in studio to talk about that and uh, learn some stories, learn from some of our friends at Christian Friends of New Americans. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Thy Strong Word up next on The Messenger of Good News. Listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314 996 1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at KFUO.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.